Mary and I kept chatting after we finished the conversation for ATP Media and what she was saying was just amazing. Unfortunately, I missed about 10 minutes of it. She was talking about what she was going to talk about at the Afterlife Explorers and Close Encounters Conference and how she was going to do it. She's got slides and she was talking how it activates people and everything like that. But this is the bit, I pressed the recorder, this is the bit I did record, so here's a bit more of Mary and I having a chat. Enjoy. My presentation came to me directly afterwards and said, look what I've just written. And it was all this different script. She said, I've never done it in my life before, but it was just after hearing that. So it had moved and shifted something in her literally by just listening to some of the light languages. I've had people in tears saying, what is that? Because of how it's affected them and whatever. So my presentations aren't just about information. It's exposing people to the frequencies of all of it as well and that I know is happening because people have picked them up and said everything you're doing has got frequencies in it Mary and I said I know I said that's the point of it and that's why I take so much time in how I put things together because you know they sort of say this needs to go in this needs to go in and even if it's just a few minutes or a minute of something it's got the frequencies in it that's triggering people in the audience or whatever as well so for me I put a lot of thought into how I, I put stuff together as well, because I know for the right people that are there, this is what it will, this will be part of it. Like everything that's going to be happening in this three, four days, so many people are going to be triggered and activated and whatever, as well as meeting others, which is very, very healing and comforting to people who feel there's something, it's just them or there's something wrong with them or whatever as well. So it's, it's very healing for a lot of people, mm. you know, and, a lot of the time, you know, that's one of the reasons I make myself more available. You know, I don't always go and listen to all the speakers because, you know, people are coming and when they're activated like that, they need someone to talk to. Mm. So I take that quite seriously. So for me, I can always find out the information from the speakers, but, I, you know, people have gone there sometimes because, you know, they've wanted all their lives to say something to you. And you may only get five or 10 minutes, but they've actually had a chance to share something with you. So I take that very seriously. That's my role is to come to work. I'm there to work um, Mm -hmm. and to provide as much information or um, help through just being there and whatever as well. So that, that's my mandate. It's, it's four days of slog for me, but also very beautiful at the same time because I meet so many amazing people. Mm -hmm. And that's, isn't it when you go to these it's meeting some of the most aware people on the planet but for a lot that are still asleep even though they've become teachers there's still things going on for them that they haven't quite put to as you say put two and two together yeah I see Um, that a lot you know um, my mandate is actually to be um, a teacher of the teachers like when I first started as an energy worker I, I just realized that everybody that came to me was some sort of teacher or healer or difference maker. So I call my teachings, you know, deliberate creation for the difference makers. So I'm here to support the people that are here to change the world. And that's my mandate. And that's really the people that I attract to my work. That I call them difference makers because that's like a much more mainstream because there are people in technology and the environment and food and music and art and all sorts of arenas of life that they're bringing their intuitive knowledge to or or their difference to. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a good name. And I do get many of those too that are very aware 
and for some other reason or other that they needed to come and see me about something to do with that because like you then I can tune in and I you know I, I can be a little bit more open with the other side of myself and say okay so what's going on here um, because the, one of the things for me when I do hypnosis is that I'm working multidimensionally as you probably do whenever you're working that way as well so it's it's you know it's the conscious 3D stuff but there's then there's the, the team, their team, my team, and their super conscious and my super, all working through that system to actually do what needs to be done on whatever level of, of awareness it is. Um, so for me, that, that's the, the bit that I really encourage in, in those that come to me is start trusting that side of yourself. Start listening to your resonance. Start trusting it now because many of them, even if they're really well-known psychics and intuitives or mediums, many of them still are less than confident in it on some level. And I know that's, that's to do with mainstream programming and whatever. And I'm saying I understand that because I went through that process myself exactly. where I found it hard to trust even though it was accurate, even though it was spot on, I'd still say, you know, you've got to prove it to me another way, you know, whatever. And I, I you know, I've got that part of me, right, it's all very well you showing me this now, now prove it, you know, because this is how I work. But just giving them tools to, to get more confidence in their abilities and whatever as well, which is something that I really have enjoyed doing. I'd rather teach someone how to ride the bike than, yeah. you know, and get better at riding the bike than me just say, well, yes, I can do it for you, but that's not going to really be the best at the end of the day. You can do uh, You are so on the same page. Your mandate is exactly my mandate. It's just totally, it's the same, but in just a different, uh, you know, different words, different, just different, same, same, but different. You know, I love it. It's, uh, yeah, just a different label, a different label. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I'm coming in from one aspect where others will come in through the healer energy work. Or I've done all of it, you know. Reiki, I know, I was taught it, but my stuff isn't like that. <laughs> what I do when I do it is actually not like that. And yeah. uh, I, um, I think it's great if people do it that way and that's what they're comfortable with. But I always say, look, everyone's a healer. All you've got to yeah. do really is trust that part of yourself. And you may do things quite different to somebody else, but that's your vehicle working with whoever you're working with or whatever. So, you know, I've, I've sort of done that side of things. I worked for three years um, in a closed circle where we did everything from remote healing to um, clairvoyancy to channeling to overshadowing, blah, 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 blah. So when I got a handle on that, and finally got to believe it was real <laughs> after three years of, have you got it yet, Mary? Have you got it yet? Um, <laughs> I was really hard to convince, I tell you. I, I was still into coincidence um, until it just got ridiculous. Um, but that was my training. That was, for me, helping to understand how hard it is to let go of the 3D programming to yeah. own an, an and you honor and, you know, you've got that powerful left brain, uh, you know, dominance because that's the mainstream is a powerful left brain dominance. And I said this to Sherry as well. She was exactly the same. She was the hardest person to convince of aliens ever. You know, like she was telling her friends and people, oh, that is bullshit. You know, that is a whole lot of rubbish. I just don't come at me with that crap. You know, she was really vigilant in sort of trying to push these people away that were coming to her until she had hypnosis. <laughs> totally changed her world. Oh, 
you know, it's, it's, it's all those different levels of, of coming to terms with that side of yourself um, and still wanting to be credible to, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm an ex-nurse midwife, you know. Um, I've been a counsellor for 30 years. I mean, and then suddenly you're experiencing all this with a couple of clinical psychologists, I might add, who are doing the same thing as me, you know, a, a nursing sister doing the same thing as me, you know, as well as trans medium. So I thought, well, if they're going crazy, I'm in good company. You know, it was, it was sort of a bit like that to start with. But ultimately, because of the depth and the, the usefulness of it, um, for me, I just thought, you know, this is ridiculous to shut that off when it can be so helpful. And not only to me, it, you know, in terms of showing people how it works, you know, simple ways to trust what they're getting so that they're not afraid of it anymore or gain more confidence in it. And that's what I've had a great deal of pleasure doing is seeing people leave a lot more confident with that side of themselves and working with it as well. Mm-hmm. So for me, that you know, showing someone how to ride the bike gives me a great deal of pleasure, you know. Um, so like yourself, I, I think that's part of the job, part of the mandate, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm seeing as we're having this conversation? Uh, Catherine and, and Nick have been so diligent in, in marketing this to try and get people to come. And I'm just seeing that all those spirit guys, all those team, all that mob, they're going to bring the people there that need to be there. You know, like the marketing's happening in another dimension, in another frequency. Mm. Oh, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I always feel that in any event, the ones that are meant to be there are there. So yeah. it's, it's not worrying about that. You know, this is the trust thing, isn't it, that we all have to learn. It is. Letting go. Yeah, letting go. Well, when you're putting your money on the line like that, you know, hiring walls and all that sort of thing, it's it's a bit scary, nail-biting. But, uh, yeah, it is letting go and, and, and trusting because, you know, Catherine's sending out all these emails all the time and asking us to do all this stuff. And I feel very chilled out and relaxed about it. And I think she's a bit worried that I'm not working hard enough to promote it. But I just kind of know that the people that are supposed to be there are going to be there. Their guides will bring them there. I, and, and I think so. I mean, I... I I wait. I work through each conference, so I promote for the next one rather than the one that's three months ahead. But this is now the next one, so everything I'm putting out there now is about this is what I'll be discussing. This is the kinds of things and whatever, so that people are getting a real sense of what. And actually, this is having three to do. I can do them sequentially, so I'm I'm being able to give them blocks of things that will actually marry all together at the end of the day. And it's great because I can go into depth with, with more of it. But my main thing with this is that they were guided to do it. Everyone that's coming is, is coming because they're meant to bring their energy to it as well. And also, you know, the, and I've got a lot of people I know that are coming, as well as some of the presenters that I know as well. Mm-hmm. So what is that energy going to be doing? Ultimately, mm-hmm. that's something else. That's what excites me is, you know, that's a wonderful frequency that we're bringing together there. So it will be it will be absolutely fine. Yeah. I've got no whatsoever. You know, like you, I'm passionate about talking to mainstream, especially when I've been out there amongst it, you know, lately, just traveling the world. You know, I was with 150 difference makers in Java building homes for habitat. And there were a few people that were having my conversation. I, you know, attracted them, sat next to them in the bus, obviously, but the majority of them were not. 
having this conversation. And yet they had spent thousands of dollars and taken a week out of their life to go and do something for impoverished families in Indonesia. So amazing difference makers, but not having this conversation, do you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I'm talking aliens and angels and they're like scratching their head. (laughs) I feel those that are in the environmental or being drawn into caring for the planet are often star seeds that just aren't woken up yet. Yeah. So they don't know the reason they're so motivated. Yeah. Part of it will be when they wake up, they'll realise why. And it brings to mind a a lady I did. She was always into caring for the planet. Uh, Well, her family were scientists, but she was totally focused in the environment and whatever. And she, in her 60s, she wanted this um, regression. And she talked about a time where they'd gone, they were going up to Darwin, a group of them in this car. And they had this experience. And all she remembered was the car stopped. They'd seen a light, the car stopped. And the next thing, she's, she's hitching a ride in a lorry and doesn't remember anything else. So when we got back to her seeing what she thought were um, being um, uh, Aborigines coming towards them, they were actually floating, <laughs> um, were actually ET. She's taken up onto a craft by manta beings and she's being shown the environment and she's been showing her mandate and whatever and what she had to do. All of this she'd forgotten. Obviously, this was all taken from her. And then she's, you know, catching a, a lift to Darwin out of the blue and not really questioning anything. Yeah. And then realising why then she'd always been so passionate about the environment. And it all stemmed from that experience when she was a young, you know, 20-year-old going on her way to Darwin where she'd been picked up by mantis beings and being shown what her job was. But she hadn't been aware of it until she was in her 60s. Wow. So, a lot of these, I think, that are very passionate about the planet or whatever, not really understanding other than they feel different, really are starseeds that just haven't woken up to the full picture of what's motivating them. And, it, you know, and that's the thing is that uh, there will be, I think, a catalyst for each one of them when the time is for them to actually realise what's behind their impetus. Mm-hmm. You, know, it's, you know, it's like the same thing with past lives. When you find yourself drawn to a particular country, a particular time in history, mm-hmm. that's because separate you know on some level and that's why you're drawn to it. it's the same with this is looking at what drives me and why why do I have that drive mm-hmm. and then realizing finally waking up to the the impetus behind it the reason why your soul is being drawn to that or whatever and a lot of people don't question that they're too busy in it to question yeah. it. well exactly you know this is what I was saying about my brother obsessed like he got Netflix right all of them are sci-fi stuff, like all of them, obsessed with sci-fi. And I said to him, have you ever wondered why? And he just looks at me like, mm, no, you know, everyone likes sci-fi, don't they? And I'm like, no. <laughs> someone like me who's a Trekkie and nobody, anything sci-fi, you name it, and I'm yeah. there, you know, yeah. to do with parallel universes and timelines and everything, I'm straight in there, you know. You know, he was showing me some of the things that he was watching. They're all talking wormholes and all that stuff that that eight-year-old was, you know, that's all on Hollywood's exploring all that stuff. I know. Because mm. they, they know now um, what's really going on behind the scenes mm. and they're fed certain amounts to actually start working with the psyche of the, the planet. And this is all why, I mean, all the cartoons, you've got aliens in them now. Yeah. I mean, I watch my, kid, my grandkids and there's not a, barely any cartoons that haven't got some kind of alien in them or whatever, yeah. or spacecraft or whatever. I mean, it's it's right across. The, kids are all, oh, yeah, 
you know, another alien, you know, whatever. You think, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's all coming in. It's all getting people ready on some level or another. And I like you like to talk to the media because I, I know the hooks to pull them in. You know, I've, I've, I've always got, right, how much do you know? Let me find out how much you know first. Then I'll tell you some facts and then we'll see how we can shift you or whatever. So they think they're coming to interview me. Nah. <laughs> I'm working them out. So I'm working out what frequency can I use? What information is going to get past that, that skeptical side or whatever and whatever. You know, that's the thing I want to talk about too at the conference. It's never about us. It's always about how you're contributing to that person's awakening. It's never about, you know, people think I'm interviewing them because I want to showcase them and they're all, but it's it's nobody I interview. It's not really about the person I interview. It's about a conversation that's going to wake people up that listen to it. Whether it comes out of my mouth or your mouth, it doesn't have to be about me. I'm not the only teacher out there. That's why I love having these conversations. It's not about me. You know, David Icke was on mainstream uh, TV when he was here and I thought he blew that opportunity because he got so defensive and I could see those little minds actually very curious about what he had to say. They still came at him with all that sort of, you know, mainstream, you know, this is crap sort of stuff. But behind behind their mask, and they were wearing their mask, we talked about that, they were actually really curious and he was he was deluded by the mask and not he didn't see behind I the agree. mask. Yeah, I agree. He and he. It, what you do with mainstream, as you know, is that you don't pick the most extreme information anyway. Yeah, you, what I mean, you pick the stuff you, you think they can handle. Yeah. So he would he would have been wiser to say, well, let's look at this. This is you know that I can go to that but this let me look at this first so he can turn it around and and then get and pull and hook them in but he for, I, maybe he was tired maybe he was blindsided I I don't know but I agree with you he did blow that yeah, and it's yeah. there's a lot of his stuff that's really good yeah and I mean it comes over very very well and very credibly mm. and it really is about how you present it it is the language you use you know that mm-hmm. you know if you're using the right language and you don't get too esoteric um, mm. or too, you know, new agey, mm-hmm. um, so, uh, you can get a lot over the line mm. because people are interested and you can see that they're interested in. So it's just about, you know, getting a feel for that. Um, and I love talking to mainstream because I want to see them shifted and you're right. I always say it's not about Mary. It's about the information. If this makes sense to you, great, mm. because I'm just a vehicle for that. You know, there's plenty of vehicles out there. We're just vehicles for the information, you know, and that's all that matters really at the end of the day is if it makes sense to you and it helps you on your journey. That's all all we're doing this, isn't it? That's why we're doing it. That's exactly right. You know, we got. I know you've got to go, but Ben Lee was on Morning Breakfast Television recently and he was wonderful. No, it wasn't Breakfast Television. It was the panel, the project, which has quite a good has quite a good coverage and he was wonderful. He was, you'll have to check it out. I'll I'll send it to you on Facebook. He was absolutely doing what we were talking about. He was keeping it real but also completely talking about giving and love and why else are we here on the planet if we're not here to contribute to people. And, yeah, he was great. He was great. Mm. He did it really well. Mm. And you do. It's just knowing the language to use. Mm. Still so just use different language it's still saying yeah 
No, it's brilliant. And I'm looking forward to, me- to actually meeting you. And can- <laughs> I feel like I know you already, Mary. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you go. It's 12.22. There we go. Alignment, alignment, alignment. It's just turned 12.23 here in Sydney. I know you're up there. It's 11.22 where you are. That's right. Okay. Well, well I'm lovely to meet you. With you. I'll see you in January. See you in January. Take care. <laughs> Bye.